When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sharp Tank, no jumper, sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I have a gentleman, a scholar, an overall good guy in here. I got Mr. Rory. Mr. Rory, welcome. Well, thank you, man. Thanks for having me, brother. <laughs> I want to just shake your hand. I can't like, wait. Just a, yeah, just shake your yes, hand. Sir. Like, you know, yes, sir. Now, you, you say that you a financial educator. That sounds like something that, you know, something I like, like, you know, having money and knowing what to do with it, pretty much. Is that what that entails, too? Give exactly. A financial educator, man, is uh, somebody that uh, help people pursue their purpose in areas of financial education. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, before the pandemic, the average American was one to two paychecks away from being homeless. And one out of three Americans in debt, an average American family cannot even have a $400 emergency. So financial literacy is really, really needed. And that's what, it's, that's what I'm all about. Yeah. I like that. Do you think that, uh, what do you think about, what do you think that they don't offer in financial, ed- like, why, what, why do you think they don't offer financial education in public schools? Why do you think that is? Well, I would say this here. We go to school for about 14 years mm-hmm. and we don't learn really about real estate. Mm-hmm. We don't learn anything about finance. Um, I think that uh, we say education and education is the key to everything. But when you really look at it today, a school teacher can barely make a living, but entertainers and other people make millions. You think that's why teachers be walking out like, fuck this shit. I'm done with this shit. (laughs) They get frustrated. (laughs) And and, and I feel that I think that teachers should be overpaid, not underpaid. Mm. Yeah. See, I, uh, when I went to school, you know, I used to watch teachers, man. They just, they didn't really care about the kids like that, man, at all. Like, they just, for a paycheck, you even say something, snarl, just go to the office. They don't even want to deal with you. Yeah. You know, instead of probably sitting there taking the time to, you know, have, help the child adapt. Exactly. To, you know what I'm saying, in situations. Right. And I'm, I'm a, actually a product of that. When, yeah. I, when I was in uh, school, I got kicked out of every elementary school, mm-hmm. every junior high school, and every mm-hmm. high school. I was labeled a troubled youth. And I got kicked out of all of those schools, not because I was really a bad student, but I had suffered from something that was called dyslexia. I read things backwards, right? Yeah. So I can listen to the teacher and pretty much articulate everything the teacher said. But when it came down to open book or test, I would create a distraction, do something to get thrown off the class. That's why I got kicked out of so many uh, classes. Do you think that the teachers were more into, and you know, I don't, I don't like to talk about race, but I, I feel like, especially, you know, back in the day, you got to bring that up. Do you think that the teachers were more willing to help a Caucasian student or a foreign exchange student quicker than they would help a black African American male or female? Well, I, w- I would say this here, man. Uh, I, I've never seen a riot in a 700 credit score neighborhood. Yeah. Never seen it right, but I would I would say this also too, that uh, when you don't put funding toward education, teachers are pretty much overworked, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of things slip by because it was one teacher, pretty much with a full class where, where I come from in South Central Los Angeles. So right. a lot of the things that happened to me as a child basically is because the teachers pretty much just had one class with a lot of people. So my um, disability didn't get uh, handled or confronted properly. Right. Right. You so. 
I want to know, like, where do you think the funding is going that could be going to these schools? Because I see us putting millions, billions, we have for years, you know, towards wars and, you know, anything else, you know, and, I, and I'm for that. American people, hey, man, we need to be protected. I'm not against that. Let's do what we need to do. Let's scrape up the resources. Let's do what we need to do to get things done with whoever has a problem with us. But when it comes to the problem at home and, you know, education and kids not getting the proper education, you know, there's kids over in other countries, man, that are graduating early and doing things early because they're getting the right hands-on training. You're absolutely right. Um, I, I would tell you this here, man, that um, it takes uh, the average um, person today in America makes about $13,000 a year, even if they're on welfare or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah, it takes about $70,000 to house one prisoner. So we got to look at how many times that 13 going to 70,000. Right. Right. So I believe instead of building prisons and jails, because mm -hmm. the prisons are on the stock market. Right. A lot of us don't really know that. And then also prisons are pretty much dictating how many jails they're going to have according to third grade reading scores. Right. 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 So sometimes it's like a big business, like a pipeline. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like um, it's a lot of money in that system. Mm -hmm. But it, I don't believe it's going in the right places. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. And I've seen no. And I have to agree with you about the prison, the prison systems and it becoming and being a big business because I've been like you know down south and places like that those jails are individually funded they're owned they're private jails they're private facilities that's correct you know what I'm saying so when you go into this jail you have to think about it there's a person that owns this jail it's not really the state it's right. not you know what I'm saying it's not right. the state or anything like that they're just kind of housing you for them exactly and you, you, know? and you just talked about you know the monies right yeah when you go into elementary schools they look like jails you ever walk down the hallways and see yeah. all that metal yeah so pretty much uh it's it's like a pipeline right i'm not talking that against was fascinating, education by the way i didn't uh, <laughs> yeah you kind of dropped that one on me that was good yes, i yeah. like that so it's yeah. like a pipeline but the main thing is uh i think the young kids today man are some of the best kids out there they just need the right guidance right mm -hmm. and that's what i'm all about empowering people and especially getting to young people because i was one of those young kids in south central los angeles that came up through all of that and yeah. uh, i'm like a walking miracle i'm not even supposed to be here yeah do you think, do you feel that by them not putting those type of programs in schools, in public schools, because I'm sure private schools have them, you know, financial right. mixture, do you feel like that's a way from keeping people from financial literacy? Well, you know, I can talk on it because right now, you know, I just turned 58. I feel like I'm 20, but I would, I would say this here, <laughs> you know, good. thank you. I appreciate oh, it. Definitely. When I was in school, uh, we had uh, metal shop. Mm -hmm. We had home economics. We had a lot of programs within school, right? So that helped a lot of people. But once the programs came out of the schools, then that's when all the crime started to come in. Right. Crack and all of that stuff. You took right. the programs out, crime comes in. So that's what we see inside of inner cities, man. We see inside of inner cities, man, we see that it's a lack not only a financial literacy, it's a lack of resources. Mm. And then what happens, man? You got the gangs, you got all these different things happening. And I just seen pretty much, I just seen a, um, they did a, a statistic, a test. Mm. They had two mouse, mices rather, that was sitting inside of a cage. Mm. They put a big chunk of cheese in the middle of the cage, right? Mm. The, the mice was just chilling, mm. just in harmony, right? Yeah. So then they cut the cheese in half. <laughs> then the mouse just got a little more aggressive, right? Right. And then they, they cut it down a little lower. Then the, the mice start fighting one another. And then mm. eventually, one of the mice killed the other mice. Wow. 
So a lot of things are pretty much already, it's a system, right? Right, right. And that's the reason why, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be able to talk to you today. And I'm happy yeah. you're asking these I'm questions because we got to really, really uh, speak and, and help the youth that's coming up, right. give them the right information, empower them. So that's my whole thing, man, to be able to say some things for people who are listening right now, mm -hmm. they'll be able to change their lives. That's what right. it's all about. Do you feel like they're targeting certain neighborhoods and schools? Do you feel like they're targeting them, them to, to kind of keep them away? Take all the shit out of there. They don't really need that much here. We'll put it over here to the private schools and we'll take all that. They, they need it more. They need it more than the public schools. Those kids are okay. You know, we don't need to give them too many programs. They want to fight amongst each other anyway. Get the fuck in there as adults. When do we become adults and really get our children back? Well, you know, you, you said something that makes a lot of sense. The bottom line is, is that um, when you have, um, like, especially in the African-American community, right? Mm. The average household is ran by a single woman, right? right? But that goes way back. It goes way back. It was a time where, you know, uh, in order for a person to have welfare, mm. the, the man couldn't be in the house. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, prior to like the Vietnam War and everything like that, um, Black men were pretty much taking care of their homes, right? Right. Went off the war, came back, right? Uh, recession took place, right? And right. then in order for the woman to receive a check, the man couldn't be in the house. Right. So they said they gave them welfare. I call it farewell. You say it backwards, farewell. right? right. <laughs> welfare. So we have generations and generations of welfare recipients, mm -hmm. the same stuff perpetuating. So it's really a big business. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really not so much targeting, it's profiting. Well, back to like you even said with the prisons, and that's why I said even with the privately owned facilities, it's a big business. It's a cash cow, man. Yes. They're getting paid. The government is paying these people who have these facilities who have invested their money into these these cells, into the food, you know, into things like that. You, um, I think it was Bob Barker. Bob Barker, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Bob Price Barker. Is right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, his son went to jail one time. And he didn't like the way that they were treating his son in there because his son had to go do, I don't I don't really know the details right. to it, but I know that his son had to go do a little bit of time or something like that. And he didn't like the way that they were treating his son. So what he did was, and I kind of commend him for this. I like this. What he did was he went and made his own product of shoes for the jails, soaps, shampoos, you know, all these different things with his name on it. You know what I'm saying? And, he, right. and I, I really feel like he did it to, and it started just with his son, you know, and just seeing how fucked up the systems are, you know? So to get back to even <clears throat> financial movements, do you see how many roadblocks we talked about before we could actually talk about getting to some money? It's, it's Think a, about it. How many roadblocks yes. we just had to talk about? And there's many, many more. That we had to talk about before we can even talk about somebody getting a dollar. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's why knowledge is, is key. You yeah. know, knowledge is key. And I always tell people in the word community is the word unity. So you got to have unity if you want to have a, a solid community. So right now, I think that uh, people are waking up. Even I have people from my old neighborhood who text me on the cell phone. You in jail. You can text now. They got iPads. They got all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. So things are changing, man. I just think that we have to push that change. Does that make sense? That makes very, Because that, yeah. the system is actually coming down as yeah. we speak. It's yeah. coming down because of people like you. You know, mm -hmm. you are uh, strong enough to be on this, on, on, on this platform to mm -hmm. talk about that. You could yeah. be talking about a lot of other things. Right. But you're talking about that. That shows that you really care. And that's what I'm all about, man. Yeah. It's all about really empowering people, no matter who it is, whether it's a Hispanic, black, or Latino, 
Caucasian. It really doesn't matter, man. The bottom line is we got to push positivity. Right. Yeah. We do. Positivity is everything. I got I to gotta ask you this. <clears throat> you being, you know, in the financial game and just understanding the, the mixtures of it all. Where would you, where do you see? Because you seem like a man that, that secretly got a crystal ball somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you, um, where do you see cryptocurrency in the next 10 years? Cryptocurrency yeah. is actually here. It's the future. Mm. Um, you know, it's funny because a lot of people, they're a little insecure about cryptocurrency, right? Mm -hmm. But we pretty much are conditioned to the dollar bill per se because it's something physical that you can actually touch, right? Mm -hmm. But when you really think about it, the dollar bill originally was backed by gold. So $1 US do dollar gold, one do US dollar is $1 in gold, right? Now the gold is gone. Then we had something called a silver certificate. That's when I was a kid. One U.S. dollar, one silver certificate. Now the silver is gone. So the gold is gone. The silver is gone. Now the dollar bill says note, like note, like house note, right. car note. It's borrowed. It right. has no value. Right. So if a depression took place tomorrow, the dollars will be out there with no value. So the government is constantly printing up money as we speak, and it's creating a lot of inflation. That's why inflation right now is about 6.2% in America, and the banks on average give us a negative 1%. But the bottom line is, is that the cryptocurrency is here to stay. But a lot of guys, you see them on the Internet and put money to their ear, right? I think, you know, better be careful that you don't get an ear infection. But the bottom line is, <laughs> is that the cryptocurrency has value. The dollar bill has no value. Mm -hmm. So I'm for cryptocurrency. I'm pretty much heavily vested in that also, too. You know, I think uh, that we have forgotten as people that we are the value. We are the value. It's not paper. It's not. It's not. It's not something they can take. They have to understand something with banks. With banks. I don't care how much money people. You go put in there today, tomorrow, you know that money is gone. As soon as you put it in there, you pretty much, they pretty much give you an IOU. You just see it <laughs> on the screen because right seeing is believing. So if they can show you that your money's in this account, try to go draw it out all of it today. Right. I guarantee you it's going to be just a little bit of, they got it's a little bit of things they got to go through. You might need to come back in 24 hours. I mean, we can give you a little bit of this right now, you know, but we just can't give it all to you because it's a pyramid scheme. See? Well, it's I tell you what, man, it's your show. Yeah. So I got to really drop some heat. Okay. Because it's your show. Come on. See, you have to really think about this. Talk to me. The banks in America, on average, give us negative 1%. Right. Negative 1%. I just told you inflation is 6.2%. So we have to get at least 7% or greater just to even beat inflation right now. Right. Right. So we go to the bank, we put our monies in the bank. Right. The bank give us negative 1% on average. Right. The bank takes our money, they don't save it. They put it into the market mm -hmm. and they get all of the compounding interest. Right. And by the way, the banks don't give us compounding interest. They give us simple interest. Right. right? right. So I always tell people, would you rather put monies in the bank and get negative 1% or would you rather put your money where the bank put their money? Right. So we're going we're gonna to let it out. Okay. When you go to the bank and you put monies in the bank, the banks, uh, by law in America, it's called fractional banking. Mm -hmm. They're allowed, they have to keep at least 10% of our deposit. So let's say if I deposit $1,000 in the bank. The bank is going to keep 100, but invest the nine. What they invest the nine in, home loans, student loans, car loans, S&P 500, all of that, right? So you're paying for people's loans pretty much. Yes. When you go in, you put your money in the bank. Yeah. And then also, the banks are heavily, heavily vested in life insurance. That's, this is going to trip you out. It's called BOLI, Bank Owned Life Insurance. 
bank-owned life insurance. Last year during the pandemic, the banks in America purchased over $190 billion in life insurance. That's why the young people get some life insurance because we have the wrong interpretation of life insurance. Mm-hmm. See, when you hear the word life, when you hear the word insurance uh, sharp, mm-hmm. you hear that's the operative word, but it has mm-hmm. to be attached to something. So right. if I say insurance, insurance what? Automobile insurance, car. Homeowners insurance, a home. Life when we say insurance. life insurance, it's for your life. It's not right. called death insurance. Can I ask something? Because I'm so curious mm-hmm. here. Why is it that they only start pushing the issue for life insurance when you start to get older? Why don't they ever try to show us that? Like in your 20s, like, hey, man, go get you some life insurance. You know, start putting into that policy now. Start getting your stuff going. I notice they only start pushing that narrative once you're kind of older and you're about 45, maybe 50, right. you know, at a time to where they feel like your ass is going to get ready to get sent off to, right. the, to the upper room. That, that, that shit is scary to me. Yeah. Well, see, that's the main thing. That's the reason why we have to empower the young people. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm glad I'm talking about it. Now I'm telling young people to make sure that they get some life insurance because life insurance is to transfer wealth. That's what it really, really means. It's to transfer wealth. You have to really think about it. When I opened up, I said the average American before the pandemic was one to two paychecks away from being homeless. One out of three Americans in debt. The average American family cannot even handle a $400 emergency. The average college student gets out of college with about $25,000 debt. If they're pursuing to be a professional, they can be $100,000 to $200,000 debt. The average college student in America is still in student loan debt in their late 40s, right? Mm -hmm. So... If that's the case, what is this generation going to transfer to the next generation? Debt. That's why we have to transfer wealth and not debt. And understand that life insurance means transferring wealth Mm -hmm. and final expenses to bury someone. So Mm -hmm. we need final expense to bury someone, which means we shouldn't be seeing in our communities, GoFundMes, cook sales, bake sales. We just recently seen celebrities couldn't even bury themselves. Final Mm -hmm. expense is so inexpensive and insurance companies don't talk about final expense. Adults can get covered for a little 50 cents a day, kids 12 cents a month. So Mm -hmm. we shouldn't be having any of that. All of it boils down to a lack of education, not a lack of money. Yeah. See, that's, that's, oh man. That's deep right there. See, I like that. And it's just even thinking about like how they, it's all a a pyramid scheme, man. (laughs) It it is. It's all to make, it's all to get a couple of people. They can't have everybody having the knowledge. See, that's not how it works. You got to have majority and minority. (laughs) Hey, are you touching on that? I'll I'll say, (laughs) I'll say this to you, man. I'll say this to you. You know, when you think in terms of product, right? Right. When you think think in terms of product, people want to get the best uh, price for their product, right? Mm-hmm. And people pay for that. Does that does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But here's something that's really, really important. That in America, poverty starts at a family of four making $30,000 a year. Right. Poverty begins with a single, in, single American, mm-hmm. male or female, making mm-hmm. 15000 a year. Yeah. So think about this. Wealth. In order to get into the wealth column, mm-hmm. you got to make above 150000 a year. Back to when you said something about, you know, a kid going to college, right? And they end up getting out of school with at least twenty five, thirty thousand dollars worth of debt, correct? Right. They go to school for whether it's marketing, finance, business, you know, whatever, you know, to end up getting out and working a deadbeat job anyway. Makes no sense to me. To go spend four or five years and something if you don't love it, don't do it. I hate when people try to jump on the bandwagon to something because they hear, okay, they can make some money into it. It's not what you love. Yeah. It's not what you want to do. So that's why you end up getting out working a deadbeat job anyway because the government wants their money back now. 
Yeah. They don't give a fuck how you do it, where you do it. We made sure you got the education that you wanted. Pay us. Right. But I tell you, young kids today, man, they got a, a lot coming at, at them with technology, social mm -hmm. media, the whole nine yards. Right. And most people spend more time outside of themselves, but very little time with themselves. Right. So I'm encouraging young people to spend more time with themselves mm -hmm. because job to be just stands for just over broke. Right. Well, people don't care about what they think about themselves. They care about what other people think of. Right. They exactly. don't care about what they think of themselves, so right. they don't care to spend time with, with themselves. Because there's a lot of things to take them outside of themselves. Right. And then most young kids who go to college, they pretty much are going to college going according to what their parents are telling them, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I encourage young people, man, to do the things that really, really, that, that they have in their, their hearts. That's mm -hmm. by spending some time with themselves because, right. you know, your job is what you get paid for, but your calling is what you were made for. What I mean right. by your calling, the thing, the thing that you was called to do, right. the gift that's inside of you. You can feel it. Yeah. So give young people the opportunity to live their calling mm. versus just a job. And there's nothing wrong with having a job. No, But not the at bottom all. line is, is that, you know, job is not going to really, really get a person to the next level. Not no. at all. No. But when I was telling you about wealth starts at $150,000 a year, mm -hmm. you have to really think about that because it's only about 5% of Americans that hit the wealth column. So a lot of people are falling behind because what of a lack think of knowledge. Are, what do you think are minor what do you think our percentage in that as as black African Americans? What do you think our percentage falls in that percentage? Well, I tell you this is really crazy, man, because uh last year in America, um African American made enough money in one physical year to buy ABC, NBC, and CBS in one physical year. Mm -hmm. Now, in other communities, I'm not going to say certain names, but in other communities, the dollar bill turns about nine times. In some communities, the I know dollar what you're bill talking turns about, about but eight well, times. I know exactly what. Yeah. <laughs> that, and, and if they're fast, they can catch it. That was a fast exactly. move you made. Exactly. And I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. And in the African-American community, the dollar bill doesn't turn not one time, yet we make that much money. That's why right. I said that... Um, it has to, we have to have a collective effort. It's education. That's mm -hmm. why I'm pushing financial education. So therefore we can, we can stop that vicious cycle of transferring debt and being ill-informed. Why aren't we all, I don't give a fuck what, um, what background, I don't care what background, where you come from, doesn't matter. Why isn't it that we don't get a financial like just that loan like i've noticed people not going to say who but they'll come over from other places and they already have a check waiting on them to go do whatever they want to do whether it's to go start a small business smoke shop or a bodega or you know supermarket or a gas station you know they come over they already have these grants waiting on them i believe that all the american people you're at least due to one grant that you don't have to pay back. Go do what you want to do in life. Do not say that we never gave you a fair shake at it. We don't care if you went and burnt the money. Just one fair shake at that. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really I really believe in that, man, because you know what? You'd have a lot more, you'd have a lot less people running their mouth talking about they ain't never got nothing. Well, if you go back historically, you would see that most of the banks are pretty much, um, you know, it's pretty much um, slave labor. Mm -hmm. Cotton field, slave labor, mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, like I said, where do you think Sunday best came from? 
You know yeah. the, the meaning of Sunday's best. What yes. that meant was all the house niggas used to go to church with the, with the owners. <laughs> Black Friday, and they would all have you know it was the it was the one they kept in the house. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So they would bring them, you know, and everybody would flaunt off the piece of jewelry that Master bought them. Or well, you ain't get this new suit from him. Or well, you ain't get these slides from him. Your master ain't get you these. Why do you think we boast on each other today as Black folks? That's all we do. It's all oh, well, you ain't got this. Oh well, look at this. You ain't got this. You can't be on. Man, you opening up you open up a, a can right now. <laughs> You know that's funny that you that's funny that you just said that man because you know um, Sunday's best. You know we had that we had the, you know, we had the, the house Negro we had the field Negro yeah. we had all of those different yeah. types of things and yeah. we still are fighting with that to this very very day. Yeah. But I always tell people you know we say uh, united we stand divided mm. we fall mm. but the same people that said that divided us. So it's important that we unite and the way we unite was game. yeah the way we unite is. We talk, the way we're talking now, so young people can hear this, right? Mm. So they can learn from this. That's mm. what it's all about. All kids, not just black kids, but all mm. kids, learn from this. Because I truly believe the world could be a better place, man, once we start educating one another, once we start duplicating, creating. Because right now in America, virtually nothing is really being made here. You get my point? Yeah. So we got to really get back to the basics, man, and start spreading knowledge. We forgot about the Malcolm X's. We forgot about the Martin Luther Kings. We forgot about the, uh, what's that, Nelson? Nelson, Nelson Mandela? Nelson Mandela. Nelson mm -hmm. Mandela. We, for, we forgot about these people. This is not what, when, see, I noticed today what we do is, and just a lot of people, just it's, it's just everybody, like what we do is we go run out. We go, if we have a problem with what the government's doing to us, or we have a problem with them not trying to give us the literacy that we need to move about in life, I notice that we go and we riot through shit. We steal shit. We want to go and take shit. We feel like it belongs. But I noticed back in the day, you know, because I do a lot of research on that, you know, just what Malcolm X was one of my favorites. I looked up to him, man, by any means necessary. I've carried that throughout my entire life. And these people honestly would be rolling in their grave to see what people do today. Back in the day, man, when people weren't listening, guess what we did, man? We sat in. We made our voices strong. We made them hear us. And it didn't come with stealing and looting. It didn't, man, to get your point across. I feel like people use that as an excuse to steal. Yeah. You know, you know, it's a it's a lot of frustration out there, man. Yeah. It's a lot of frustration out yeah. there. But <laughs> if we really went back, man, you know, speaking um, of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the main message was was to do for self. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with doing for self. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that we got to get back to the basics and start doing for self. Right. Because either we do for self or suffer the consequences. Right. The consequences is what we're seeing right now. The consequences are not eating correctly. The consequences I want people to understand not, exactly. that doesn't mean be selfish. He's just saying do for self. And it's nothing wrong it's, with that. Yeah, yeah, just yes. do for self. That doesn't mean that you're selfish. Right. Just do for self. Just do for Continue. self. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Just yeah. doing for self and uh, empowering self. And that's what it's all about, man. Because right now, we see all of the stuff that's happening in America, man. A lot of division, hate, all of that stuff. I, I strongly believe, man, it's all about empowerment, educating one another, working mm -hmm. with one another, and we can take it to the next level. That's what yeah. it's all about. You got to be positive. 90% of winning is simple excitement. You got to get excited. People today are so frustrated, so yeah. angry. You got to get excited. You that's can't what wake it's all up about. angry. No, you can't. You know, but it's hard to say that when you when you come in when you you in a certain environment mm -hmm. where you know you dodging bullets all day mm -hmm. it's really hard to say that right Well I say this you can't say that when that's what you grew up in Exactly So anything outside of that is great it yes. should it should pull you towards it 
Exactly. It shouldn't be no problem because you were used to that already. Exactly. There, there's no hurt from that. Yeah. And then the thing that bothers me now is that even like the the new guy, the, the rapper, Young Dolph, I believe. Yeah. You know, rest going to his community and, God and, rest and trying his to soul. bring things up. Mm-hmm. And he got killed there. Same with Nipsey here mm-hmm. in, in California, going into the community, trying he to help. He got killed. Mr. Rory, he got killed going in and getting some, some butter cookies. Yeah. That, that they sold in his neighborhood since he was a kid. They were butter cookies, man. Right. He was just going to go get some butter cookies. Known the owner since he was a young buck. Right. And then the same with Nipsey at, in front of his store, right? Yeah. yeah. That was jealousy, It's funny, man. man. Yeah. Jealousy. And, and I grew up in that type of environment, man. Mm-hmm. Coming up in South Central Los Angeles. Yeah. You yeah. know, I do a lot of things, but, I, you know, I send things and I help people, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to be very careful when you're in those environments, man. You got to go in there and have security. Well, I think that was a place that you knew you did not want to be anymore. I'm sure you didn't sat out there even some nights. Like, you just go driving by. No, I'm saying that you're stopping. But you'll drive by a nice suit. I see your nice Mercedes Benz and things like that outside, you know. So you might want to go take a drive and you, you ride through the streets. And I'm sure that you, when you look around, you say to yourself, this is not a place I want to ever be again. It's funny, man. I, I came up in that environment. I made it out of that environment. Mm-hmm. And what I do is, man, I, I like I like to stretch the young people's vision, right? Mm-hmm. So I bring a lot of young people up to my house. You know, I have a very nice house. Mm-hmm. Show them how I live. Bring mm-hmm. them to my office. Just Motivate stretching them. vision, man. That's what it's all about. Them. Yeah, because yeah. seeing is believing. If exactly. you can show it, motherfucker's going to believe in exactly. that, you know? And I like how, because that's what I try to do, man. I try to mentally, I help, I help homeless people. I help all types of people because I try to, if I can pull people over, to the, over the bridge with me, as many as can grab onto my arms, my fingertips to my nails, I'm gonna drag as much as I can, much people, as many people as I can through to success, and try to come back and grab a few more. Yes, because that's what we're supposed to do. But we don't do that. Everybody wants to step on your shoulders to get there, and then once you say, "Well, here, help me," here goes my arms. Fuck you! I'm already over the wall. Yeah, you know it's funny because uh, I don't know if you ever heard of this. It's a saying to talk about uh, um, crabs in the bucket. You ever heard of that? Crabs in the bucket? I've mentioned it a couple times in some interviews I've talked about. This is something that's really important. Yeah. Uh, Crabs in the bucket, it's a myth, but here's the thing. The reality is crabs never get out the bucket. Yeah, they never do. So one is being pulled out of the bucket, Mm -hmm. and that one that got put out of the bucket don't want to get back into the bucket. Does that make sense? I've said about it in my my very first interview that I ever did on Soft White Underbelly. Right. Okay, this was over a year ago that I said this, documented. I said, we're all like a bunch of crabs in a bucket just trying to get out. Right. Key word, trying. trying that means that you'll never, is, trying never does. No. And, and see, I'll tell you this also too, man. Um, all kids, all neighborhoods are hurting right now. Yeah. You know, you have more rehabilitation centers in rich areas than you have in the inner cities. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's the same situation with different problems. Does that make sense? So we got to really, really push consciousness, man, toward black kids, white kids, Hispanic kids, the whole nine yards, push, love, and help as many young people as possible. Because I personally believe that this is the best group of young people. They just need to be steered in the right direction. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. So we got to start educating them. Yes. And, and that's why you have a platform to talk to people. When you get a chance, man, uh, you know, say some things to the young people, which I'm sure you do, yeah, yeah. to elevate them, to yes. motivate them. Yeah. And if for all the young people listen to me right now, I really want you to know that you got greatness inside of you. Don't let anyone steal your dream. 
You know, you may not be where you want to be right now. You may not be in the, the, the certain situation that you want to be in. So don't look at your smartphone and see all of this luxury and all this lavish lifestyles and allow, allow that to steal your value or your morals. You got to hold on to your belief. A lot of that shit be a front. And if you, they can open their eye, a third eye to see that, their seventh, their eighth eye, they can open that to see that, that, hey, man, looks can be deceiving. I've, I've heard of people, man, come around the quarterback, shit, he's in a Bentley, but it's really not even his. He's just fronting <laughs> on you, making you feel like, damn, if he's got one, I can get one. And in the black culture, that's how we look at it. We're no better than each other. We look at it like, shit, if he can get one, I can get one. Because we've always been, we've always frowned on each other. Right, right, right. It's never just been no, hey, Mr. Rory, I am proud of you for what you're doing. Right. And Keep I th- thriving. Yeah. And I think that's going to change once we start spreading that education, mm-hmm. once we start empowering young people to pursue their purpose, that's going to change, man. Yeah. Yeah. I have to ask you this, man. Do you, uh, do you believe that crypto will be the only currency left, or do you think that gold will still play a major factor into what we do in the upcoming future? Gold will always play a major factor, right? Mm-hmm. But right now, if you're trading gold, you're not really touching gold in most cases. Mm-hmm. You're just trading. It'll always be a factor because it's a commodity like oil, salt, grain. Does that make sense? Right. Land. It'll always be there. But cryptocurrency, man, is pretty much uh, stepping up to technology. Because right now, you know, you go into the bank, what do we see? Machines. We go into the airport, we see machines. We go into the store, we see machines. In the next five years in America... 85 million jobs are going to be displaced due to artificial intelligence. A robot is about to take your job. They have done that in McDonald's. You order yourself now when you'll walk up in there. You know, I saw this three years ago. When you walk in there, they don't even have a person take the order. They just have a person give you the order right. now. They don't even, you, you go up there, you order it on the menu, you put your card in, you pay for it. Walmart has changed. Right. Cashless, you know what I'm saying? Hey, no cashiers. Right. Everything is by hand now. So if you got a big ass basket of shit, you're scanning it yourself. No, check this out. Think about it. It goes back to what me and you have been talking about here. Talk to right? Me. Yeah. We've left from customer service now to convenience. So it's a lack of communication once again, right? So there's a scripture in the Bible that says my people are lost due to the lack of knowledge, not the lack of money. So it's a lack of communication. That's why we can't allow technology to replace us thinking soberly. <laughs> Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. So technology is good, but you got to really know how to use technology to your benefit. We used knowledge for greed. America, you know, just, and I, I got to say that we use it. We're pretty damn good at it, too. I ain't going to lie. We're pretty damn good at it. The entire USA. We're pretty good. We, we used it for, uh, 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 not, it's not good what we used it for, you know, because I remember when, well, I don't remember because I'm not that old, but from the stories I've heard, I remember you can go to White Castle or you can go get a burger for 50 cents or seven cents compared to, you know, you're going to pay eight. But like the, the, the dollar, the value has changed. And it's not because the dollar changed. No, the people changed the dollar. Yeah, exactly. They changed the value of the dollar. Exactly. Because you have to understand, man, you got um, you have two languages out there. You got the language for the average common American and the language for the rich and the wealthy. Right. Right. So once you learn the language of the rich and the wealthy, you will have money for a lifetime, not a lunchtime. So it's, it's just two languages. That's why financial literacy is so important, right, mm-hmm. to teach financial literacy. So I'm, I'm pressing that because you'd be surprised how many people really don't understand 
financial education. Once you learn financial education, you'll learn the, the language of the rich and the wealthy. And we have to learn how to run our households. We have to learn how to run our businesses, just like America runs this country. It's a corporation. Right. So you should have a corporation. You should have a separate entity. You should be building multiple streams of income. And I want, I want the, the black man to understand, because that's who I care about. I care about the black man. So I want them to understand something that trapping in the streets, we, we've done that. Okay, we've mastered that. We've been there, right? Let's get to trapping like some of these other folks because they trapping like a motherfucker. I'm watching them in these corporate buildings and the Fortune 500 businesses. We can have that if we really come together. They're not going to hear your voice by yourself, Mr. Rory. They're not going to hear Mr. Sharp's voice by himself. It takes us all to stand together as one and really speak as one. Not the person in the back that's always got to say, well, I'm going to just do what I want to do. No, let's do what we got to do. Definitely, definitely. And you know what? It's happening as we speak. Yeah. Just the near fact that we have in this conversation right now, the level of consciousness is out there. Totally. Yeah. That's why we have to constantly push it. Does that make sense? Makes we got to constantly push it. Yeah. And I believe that uh, you got to be the change that you want to see. That's the reason why, you know, everybody's pretty much just is following one leader. Right. Mm. But I think that what we have to do is learn individually and then it becomes collectively. That's why I'm saying push the knowledge, push the wisdom. Mm. And that's what it's all about. And then it's going to all come together. It's happening as we speak. I just hope that I'm, I'm a I watch the news because I'm, I'm into this. I was watching yeah. the news this morning at five o'clock. I'm up doing notes. I'm up doing notes this morning. You know, I'm I'm up. I'm working. I'm watching content. You know, and I watch I watch CNN and <clears throat> I've just watched what we've become. I thought that you know being doing doing the news right right and you know because you seem like a man watching news as well. You know, you got to yeah. You always want to keep on the news all the time. And I've and I've noticed how I'm not going to name names, but I've noticed like certain platforms who have influence. They're not doing an up and down structure of, okay, we're just here to push the race. No, they bash one person and they glorify the other. If you're going to tell the news, tell the news, tell it from be, be unbiased. Don't be a person that's just, that's a fan of somebody. Cause see, I think that's what it's turned into today. People turn into fans of things. And even though it's wrong, they'll still have that narrative get pushed. Yes. That makes any sense. Makes a lot of sense. They'll make that. They'll, they'll have that narrative still get pushed because they were a fan, low key of this person, right? You know, and you don't understand that you're about to put this person in in power of a lot of things over your likes, not over the not over your second thought. Use your second thought. I was a man that's always been taught to use your second thought. Don't just make motion, and don't just use energy to create emotion. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'll tell you this, man. See, when I, when, I, when I was saying to you that there's like two systems, yeah. right? Yeah. You see that um, America got bailed out, right, when Wall Street fell, yeah. right? Yeah. So we see a lot of stuff happening, man. That's the reason why we got to really, really push and empower. That's what it's all about, push and empower. Yeah. Um, Take your platform, educate as many young people as possible. Yeah. I take what I do, I educate as many young people as possible. Mm -hmm. And as long as we push toward the good and yeah. start helping people, and especially young people, because today it's funny. I see today that young people walk their communities and I don't even see the older people talking to the young people. 
that's a shame. So I think older people need to start talking to young people because I think the young, the older people today are scared of the young people. I'll be honest with you. From some of the things that I've seen, <laughs> I would be kind of afraid too. I yeah. see people beating up older people and yeah. spitting on them and throwing things at them. And you know, I knew a kid, I knew a guy, man, I seen him online, right? I seen him, uh, he also tries, he, he's just a funny guy, just like a comedian dude. Dude doesn't seem like he had it all there. I'm not even going to mention his name, but I, I remember him getting online one day and crying. And he said somebody came to his house and knocked his grandmama out off the porch. She's 80 years old, man. Wow. wow. She's 80 years old. Wow. And they came and, and knocked this woman, like beat her, like hit her hard. Lady had to go to the hospital. Right. She fell off the porch. Exactly. But they do it for laughing matters and for jokes. Sometimes, man, the internet isn't always used for greater good, my man. And it's, it's ugly. People just want to clout chase. That's the payment to them. I like money. It's 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 got to make sense to me right. for what we're doing. Definitely, definitely, a lot of people don't have things to make sense of. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you this too, man. I don't want to let the adults off the hook because of course it's, just, not. It's, it's just like a tree, man. If you don't like the fruit that a tree produces, you don't get mad at the at the tree. You got I me mean, at the fruit. You got to get mad at the root, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that um, you know, even when we're talking about incarceration, jails, and single homes, yeah. all of these things are byproducts of all of that. Yeah, and that's the reason why the adults we got to really, really come together now and start talking to the young people, start empowering the young people. We just got to push that change that we want to see. You can give them knowledge, but if they don't want to learn, they don't want to learn. There it is. And I'm, and I'm being honest with, I'm with you, you about that. Like when it comes to like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll put it on the adults somewhat. But right. when you're pushing that, when you push that narrative to them and they, 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 some of these kids that do some of the shit that they do out in the streets, you didn't even grow up like that. No, not at all. Your family wasn't even like, not at you all. had real nice parents. Man, if you didn't open up a door, you would get you, the hell knocked you out. Had, you, you had real nice parents and they were stern with you and they right. taught you, I think it turns into more of an embarrassment. Right. But now, more if of an embarrassment. But now if you educate your kids, you can end up in jail. You know that, right? Right. So, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't even look at your kid like you want to lay a finger. So now on it comes back to the system. So mm -hmm. everything we've been talking about is a system, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. So we need to change the system. Yeah. And the way you change the system, you have to become the change that you want to see as individuals. Right. Did you, when you were coming up, was, were you always into like, and I don't know what you did. I don't know if you sold drugs. I don't know what you did. Who gives a fuck? But because that doesn't matter. What matters is when you were coming up, does, was it always, a, was that, were you always into the numbers game of things? Were you always into the structure on how shit worked? Didn't even care how bad. If we're going to fucking do it, at least let's do it with some structure. We're going to have a fucking, we're going to have a pyramid of this shit. We're going to figure out where everything aligns itself. It's funny, man. When I was coming up as a kid in South mm -hmm. Central Los Angeles, yes, sir. Um, we did have things that we could do. For instance, I can go up to the store, right? Mm -hmm. And I can put groceries in, in an old woman's car. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. Today, the, the, the elderly are afraid of the youth, right? But yeah. when I was a kid, I can go to the store and make extra money by putting groceries in an old person's car. Yeah. And, they, and they would love that, right? Yeah. But it's, it's now it's different, okay? But the bottom line is, me coming up in South Central Los Angeles, right. I came up during a time, man, where it was the drug era. 
was the crack era. I've been through all of that. The, 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 the Crips, the gangs. I mean, I know all of the original Crips. Yeah. I, I've been through all of that. The streets. I went from the streets to corporate suites. I always tell people that. I went right. from the streets to corporate suites. Right. You, you see? So mm -hmm. I, I've seen both sides, yeah. right? That's the reason why I know that if I can make it out of, that, out of there, other individuals, other young kids can make it out of there also too. But we got to pretty much reach back and pull and help help young people today, right? I don't I don't count them out, man, because I, I still believe that this this generation of young people today are are the greatest generation because they're creative, even a level of consciousness. You'd be mm -hmm. surprised in the financial space, mm -hmm. it's so many young people out there right now pushing financial literacy, uh, uh real estate, the whole nine yards, their vision is much higher than right. before when I was a kid. Right. When I was a kid, we wasn't even thinking on that well, level. I'm we gonna tell you this, stand. don't take from yourself. Yeah. You have to understand something, Mr. Rory. It wasn't the same technology back in the day that right. there was to today. Exactly. These kids, why do you think they say basketball done grown soft? Back in the day, there was all types of fouls and balls. There it is, yes. You didn't get <laughs> no There was like no that. such thing as a foul. No, it wasn't. Today, you can't even look like you about to poke that man. Right. It's ejection immediately, foul, technical right. foul. It's, it's everything. But why do you think it's that? Because times, you know, I think that we have grown softer well, Throughout I'll take, times. I, you know, the Bible says that we'll be wiser, right? But yet weaker. Mm. I agree with that 100 mm. percent. But today, man, you know, it's funny because like even in the music industry, mm. you only have so many music artists. Right. right. Because things are being corporate. It's a corporate. It's a corporation. Right. Right. So they want to protect their asset. Does that make sense? Makes perfect. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. sense. And your greatest asset is your mindset is your mindset. Mm -hmm. But I just look at it like, you know, I mean. Being, you know, coming from coming from the streets, man, coming from, you know, I, I did all that. I'd rather I wouldn't take that away from myself for the knowledge Me that either. I gained from that. Like, I don't want like today, man, like you said, they already they got everything is is help you. Everything is help you. It's easy, fast, go get gone. You don't have to learn it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to do shit. You don't have to do nothing for it today, man. All you got to do is just show up and hit a button. That's it. You don't have to do anything anymore, man. These kids don't even fucking trick or treat anymore. What are y'all doing? Going vir what, virtual trick or treating? You calling your friends? Tell your mom get on the phone. Hey, man, trick or treat? Yeah, we are gonna send the candy over there tomorrow. Right. Like what, what? What goes on? It's it's gotten. We have gotten lazy, man. We need to get back to work. We need to get some structure, some balance going because with laziness comes thinking about things that you shouldn't even be thinking about if you were working and keeping on a positive level half the bullshit that's going on in the world right now wouldn't even be going on yeah 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 this this is a society we live in um but i really i really feel like uh, we got a lot of young people out there man that's open for that change yeah and that will actually spread that yeah. and that's the next generation of leaders right mm -hmm. but like i said the young people today man i still say they're the, they're the best generation they are they're fearless right the mm -hmm. whole nine yards mm -hmm. they just need to be pointed in the right direction that's what it's all about so me personally i would encourage them yeah. i mean if somebody's listening right now yeah if you feel like you want to give up don't yeah. give up no you got greatness in you don't be afraid to reach out. It's That's important also, well, too. Well, you know, I want people to also know that you got to reach out to the right people. Don't reach out to somebody that's going to shun you. And I understand that you might not know who that is, but if you feel any type of negativity from them, no. Everything in your world that comes into your world is supposed to build. Yes. It's supposed to be a building block to you. Exactly. The puzzle piece that you were missing in your back. Do not let it shun you and whoop you. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I like this right here, man. Rory Douglas, 
the power to get wealth, no money required. God never squeezes us. He only stretches us to widen our territory. Tell me something about this. <laughs> the power to get wealth yeah. and no money required. Because uh, like I said, um, the true meaning of wealth, man, is all needs met. Mm. That's the true meaning of wealth. So yeah. if you have what you need, got mm. a roof over your head, mm. right? Mm. You're wealthy. It's really about how you think. So the power to get wealth is about thinking wealthy. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. Not you gotta think rich yeah, to get rich. Yes, exactly. But not look at material things. That's not that's not wealth. Well, that's what we glorify when every day a new temptation is created. Yeah, but that's not wealth. It's not, but no. there's new temptations that exactly. are created. You have to understand something. I'm going to be real with you. When you went, I'm going to go back to when you said the, the, the household doesn't have $400 to, you know, be able to take care of an emergency. Right. It's because there are so many different temptations. People do look at the materialistic things, the cars, the clothes. The, they want to keep up with the Joneses to where they could have genuinely had that money. If they just made their, pro it's all priority. Right. Man. It's all right. about your priorities, right. your do-nos and your don'ts. Exactly. That's the reason why I'm pushing true wealth. Right. See, true wealth, man, is, is knowing oneself mm -hmm. and taking the gift that you have in oneself right. and using it to create generational wealth. Right. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. But see, today, like I said, we have so many people that are imitating mm -hmm. and very little uh, creators. Most people are duplicating, imitating, mm -hmm. very little creators, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to empower people to, to, to really create. You may not have the stuff that you want right now, mm -hmm. but you do have ideas that's inside of you yeah. that can create generational wealth. So don't. You know, don't, especially young, young women, don't, don't uh, lose your values or your morals yeah. because of stuff, yeah. right? Uh, mm. Get with that young guy that's out there that's, that's studying, that's really, really trying to do something and build something. Mm. Get with that guy. The guy mm. may not have a car. You still can get with that guy. But mm. You may see a guy in a Bentley or Rolls Royce, but you don't know, you don't know exactly how he's living. You yeah, get my but point? You know, and not against wanna, none of that. She don't want to get with the man in the Honda because somebody might be recording that. She don't want to be seen doing that. And he could have been the realest guy in the world. Could have really, like, she could have really went off. Right. Or even if it could have been a woman. He could have, with a man with a woman. He could have really went off and they could have really started something beautiful. I don't always want to, I've never always wanted to deal with somebody with all of the puzzle pieces, all the blocks. No, I want to be able to come in and put some too because see, you're going to look at me funny in the end like, well, where's your blocks? Right. Well, there was never no room because all of yours is right there. Right. And even with the young people, I always tell them, like, especially the young guys, I talk to yeah. young guys, mm -hmm. I tell them, hey, you know, before you get into a relationship, man, you know, start working on yourself, you know, get your get your ducks in order, get your, your career, your trade. You mm -hmm. get my point? Mm -hmm. I see people today, they live together mm -hmm. and the woman is paying half of the rent. That's yeah. not a that's not your man. That's a roommate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this, man. You know, for somebody that's like that, if, if that's how you live in your life, you got to just be in position. That I, I like to call myself when if I ever deal with a woman, per se, I use myself as an example. When I you when I talk to a woman and I, I, I want to pursue that woman. I always let her know that and throughout the mix of all my seriousness and my passion, I am in position to have you. There I'm in is. position. There it is. I'm in position to have you. I'm not just here just talking to be talking. I'm really in position to have you. It's a difference. Ask your last three men that they was in position to really have you. No, they was just coming by just to see you. There it is. Bring a small bottle of liquor that you didn't even like. He's really just <laughs> drinking it for himself. He, yeah, you know, right, he right. hoped you had a bag of weed. And if you don't, he's only going to be here briefly. He's going to leave and go to the next chick house or, 
You know, you got to deal with somebody who's in position to have you mentally and take you and to just, the next and level. And just physically and just take you to the next level, man. Right. Because when you're dealing with somebody like that, you're going to want to get your shit together. Right. If you're with a man of that structure. Right. And I got two daughters. I, yeah. My daughter's sitting over here right now. I met one. Yes. I tell my definitely. daughter. Get your stuff together. I don't care. Yeah. I say get your shift together. Yeah. Shift. You know, shift the way you think. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to you don't <laughs> like listen. That. You don't want to depend on no no man, right? Yeah. And that's why it's that's what it's all about. So yeah. I teach my daughters the same thing because I'm a father, right? right. I was Me too. I was the first guy to get my daughter roses. Right. I was the first uh guy to put my my daughter in a limousine. You get my point? Right. And right. we got a lot of young women out there today because they they inbox me. They don't have fathers. You get right. my point? Right. So I want to be the father for as many young people as possible just right. to encourage young women, right? Right. Because today, man, it's 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 a sad situation when I see the relationship with this generation, mm -hmm. male and female, no yeah. matter what color they are. Most definitely. You know, and, and you know, we 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 reduce our, our women to bees and all this other kind of stuff mm -hmm. that we say and mm -hmm. we got songs talking about the same thing. And how are we gonna really, really uh create some unity if we don't take some of that? I back? like that. I like that you you brought that up just about, you know, women in general. And you know, my my outlook to it is this. We always and I and I want I want women to understand something. I really want to give this game up, and I ain't giving up because y'all. I just hope y'all don't get big headed. But we always, <laughs> I'm for real. But we, I'm talking about back in the day, and as far as I can see, we always put y'all on a pedestal. There was things that y'all wouldn't do that we would, that we didn't always get looked at. In the we was always dogs. Don't matter. But they never were. They were always ladies. You know, I used to see a woman when she was upset with her man, she might call her girlfriend. She might have a tub of ice cream. She might watch a movie. You know, now these days she get mad at her man. Guess what she do? She call her friend and she ready to go hit the club and go meet somebody new. You know, women don't really, you know, it, it, they, they became, you, you've become no better. You know what I'm saying? Like it used to be a, a higher pedestal. Like, yeah, they didn't cheat. No, they were loyal. It was a loyalty to it. Yeah, even though you're fucked up, guess what? I'm not. Yeah. I respected that shit. But I'll tell you this. I respected that for, for yeah. a long time until I just start seeing women wanting to be the man in the situation. I'm like, damn, if that's how I'm acting, I don't want to be that ugly. You understand what I'm saying? If that's how I'm acting, because I see women want to be the men. So right. I'm like, damn, this is a change but, in events. But once again, I'm looking at yes. it like, well, if this is how I'm acting, this is very ugly. And I want to change the narrative to how I approach different situations. That's why I've always said, man, I'm not, I've never looked for a woman. I've always looked for the woman. Right. But I'll tell you, this is funny. I'll tell you, this is funny. <laughs> we were just talking about earlier, we were talking about systems, right? All yeah. of that, right? Yeah. But I, I tell you this, it's funny because uh, mm -hmm. the other day I was going in the store yeah. and a young lady was walking. I opened up the door for her, right? Yeah. Guess what she said? She said, thank you, sir. I don't believe, I, this is my personal opinion. I don't think there's no such thing as a no good woman. If you find a no good woman, a no good man made her that way. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. The bottom line most is, most definitely. The, the bottom line is, is that when the men mm -hmm. start becoming men, mm -hmm. treating the women better, mm -hmm. I think the women will, will change. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? It makes not, not, sense. Not, 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 you know, defending the women. I'm not, yeah. this is not that. No. The bottom line is, is that I didn't always think that way, but I have daughters, right? Right. So I know for I a fact, too. 
I know for a fact my daughter over here, she could tell you. Yeah. She's never seen her daddy do anything disrespectful in front of her. Right. She's never seen her daddy uh, do nothing disrespectful in front of her. So right. I, want, I want to be that example for her, right? Right. And I think that once men become examples, I think the women she, will and, change. And she will treat her man as he exactly. needs to be treated because guess what? She's going to look for the traits of who her dad is. Okay, them the type of traits I'm supposed to be exactly. looking for because – but it's – these days, man – you know, you used to look at marriages. Marriages used to, people would get married, right? And they would be together for the rest of their lives. I don't care if they got married at 16 years old. I don't care. And they'd be on for the rest of their life, man. You can't even get a person to be married for two minutes anymore these days, man. People having three, four different marriages. We're living in a different day and age, Mr. Rory. Yeah. So that love and that, you know, even a dad wanting to be there, just say, for instance, I don't know if your daughter, if you grew up in the house with your with your dad, if you was you there with him every day? Big difference, Mr. Rory. Yeah. It's about the, and not taken from her, but it's about the girls that didn't get to grow up with their dads, man. How much was that, an, were they an influence on her life? Got you. Totally. And see, because I'm a man that I have daughters, beautiful ones, you know, and I got a beautiful blonde, blue eyed baby, you know, mm -hmm. and like I try to make sure that, OK, yeah, it, even though me and her mama, you know, we were not together. I always try to make sure I keep on her ass right. be, and do it twice as much because I know that I'm not I can't be there, you know, always to be able to catch every moment. You know, it's, it's kind of it's, it's, it's hard to do, but it's doable. You know, when, when you don't live in the household or, you know, you're not always there, you know, it's a, it, it, it definitely is a struggle. That's why I say, hey, man, I commend her. She she was blessed enough to be able to grow up with her father in the house. That should show America and show us how meaningful that is to see a man just with child and them being in the same house every day. And I'll tell you this also, too, man, especially for young people that's, that's listening, especially young young mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, you have a, a, a dating phase. Yeah. A courting phase. Yeah. And then a relationship. Well, that's all got past, Mr. Roy, because these girls they, grow up as soon as they get ready, as soon as they feel it going, they're ready to fuck. So okay. it's like it goes straight past the courting phase. It right. goes straight past. These girls, they see it on, hey, they ready to go twerk. They ready to be at somebody's party. They are fiending for attention what do you think, because what do you they think, did not get the attention right. from their fathers. Well, what do you think we could do to stop it? Like what you feel we could do to stop it? All we can, honestly, all we can do is what you had said earlier, man. All we can do is just try Try to really, in the young people, just try to keep staying on it, staying firm. Because I said, you know it what you should do? Talk to me. You should get a bunch of young girls to come together, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you take, you know, guys. I don't need that, Miss Roy. I don't want to be around a whole no. bunch of. I don't even want that look on no, me. I'm you saying, know. No, no, no. I'm I just rather sharp. teach Check the people. I'm saying sharp. Let's Talk say they don't. They don't necessarily have to come here specifically, but right. get a, you know, get the young girls together, right? Right. And then, and then the guys. Mm -hmm. start giving them like some real game mm -hmm. in terms of what they should allow what they shouldn't I do allow all the time. to I build do all it the time. up but i'm talking about like time. i'm talking about like at, at like a system in other mm -hmm. words get them together and push that does yeah, that make no, sense I, I, and it does because i try to do that all the time because i feel like this man before you can bring anybody together and this is back in the very beginning of our conversation you have to be able to know thyself you have to know what you want to do who you want to be before you try to enter twine with anybody you i could i'll say this mr rory i can never i can never help you if i cannot help myself 
That's true. You're not even going to believe in me. I can't even come to you with a $50,000 idea and you're not even ready to throw $50 at it. Right. Because you don't believe. You see, I'm not believing in myself. Right. And that, but Sharp, that's the reason why I'm saying that we need people like ourselves mm-hmm. to push that. I'll give you an example. Muhammad right. Ali was being interviewed a long time ago. Right. And one of the, the interviewers said, well, you got that Bentley. You got that this. You got that. Why do you have all of that? You know what right. he said? What? He said, my people wouldn't listen to me if I didn't have these things. Does that make sense? Makes perfect See, sense. See, I have things, but they're just things. Right. But I use those things to convey a positive message to so, young people. So you say you don't look at the materialistic things oh, not that you gain as power. No, as that's, power. That's no power. Yeah. That's power why, is here that's for why you. the book is called The Power to Get Wealth, No Money Required. You get my point? Right. It's really about, like I said, People in the gym getting their bodies right. Mm-hmm. They're trying to eat right, but you got to yeah. get your mind right. You got to get your mind fitness. right. I've heard people say that too, man. They talk about well, my muscles, this, and well, I'm get this, your mind that, right. I'm this, yeah. Uh, where does your mind stand in get your all mind of right. this? Because you, know? you got to really think about it. Marriage is breaking over finance. Yeah. Young men going to prison mm-hmm. over money. Right. When I was in Africa, yeah. Inside of the prisons, mm-hmm. those young people are in there because they were fighting against. A cause, injustice, or whatever it may be. Tell me what that was like. You you come here, mm-hmm. and you go into the prisons. They in there because they're trying to get things to impress women. Tell me what that was like uh, going into Africa. You say he was in Africa. Yeah, right? I went to Africa and went you, inside of the, the jails. Tell me what that was like. It was uh, it was really like a how can I say a conscious center yeah. where they were in there preparing themselves to make a a change when they get out to create a movement to stop the oppression. So it was a serious. They were really yeah. trying to rehabilitate right. them there, but then. here. Yeah. You know, young people are in jail, right? Uh-huh. And you ask them, why are you in jail? Because they was trying to get things. And it's really not about the things. Yeah, It's not about the things, man. I see you did a, uh, let me see this one right here. It says it's a number one Amazon international bestseller that you were a co-author on. It's called Cracking the Rich Code. Yep, with Tony Robbins, the number one financial man in America, motivational speaker. I think I saw him on Shark Tank, if, yep. I'm, not, if yep. I'm not mistaken. And, no comparison, no relations. Yeah. Shark Tank, uh, Kevin Harrington, and Jim Britt is a current international best, bestseller. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming from South Central LA on this book. Like I said, I went from the streets to corporate suites. Tell me what Those you were are my friends. About. Tell me a little bit before we get it. Tell me what you were talking about in this. Cracking the rich code? Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that we're talking about right now, there's a language for the rich and the wealthy, right? Yeah. Once you learn the language of the rich, then you have money for a lifetime and not a lunchtime. So I want young people to learn finance 101. Finance 101. Start mm-hmm. learning about finance, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Start learning finance. And that's that's what it's about, pushing financial education. Right. That's I what that it. book is talking about, Cracking the Rich Code. Is there is there anything the people need to know about in financial literacy? Like, if you didn't know anything else, this is what you should at least know today to get yourself started give somebody of if you were walking past somebody right now and you know you you had five minutes to change their life what would you tell them you had not even five minutes you had you had two minutes to tell them four steps Mm -hmm. first thing you want to do is you want to have a solid foundation right get some life insurance Mm -hmm. second thing go from that to debt management Mm -hmm. two types of debt good debt and bad debt good debt i'm paying for my education bad debt credit cards, bills. Mm-hmm. Go from debt management to emergency fund. There's something mm-hmm. that's called the 1020 rule. We should have at least six to 10 months of our monthly expenses saved up just for emergencies. Right. And the 20 represents 20 times our annual salaries to retire. And then you go from that to, to, to debt management to investments. Sure. But today they do a polar opposite. They want to invest first, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but they don't have a solid foundation. Because a lot of people out there saying, get involved with crypto, get involved with this disinformation, get involved with this. So now we're in real estate, we're in cryptocurrency with no education. We're just making money. So you really got to start making money. That's what it's all about, you see? Yeah. And for the guys, upgrade your woman before you upgrade your weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, I'm into upgrading both, but that's another story. <laughs> I wish you. That's it, yeah. I say uh, I, I appreciate you, man, for coming down. I appreciate you, man. Spending, spending this time with me. You know, and just being able to just move forward and make progress because, you know, to, I'll, I'll take, I, I, I promise you, I will take even a half a step forward versus having to take a half a step. I, I will, I will, I, I just want to move in life and I just love to see the black folks and I like to, just anybody who is come from fucked up situations, man, and trying to come and see the light, I encourage them. I, I wish them well. I hope I wish them well in all their endeavors. And I'm going to do more interviews like this. And I hope, Mr. Rory, I can get you back in the future. Man. And we can just, you know, hey, man, I'm going to go learn some cool shit along Anytime. the way. You're going to go yes. learn some cool shit along the way. Maybe we could come back together, man, and voila. Yeah, but let me let me give you some. Talk me, to me. Let me give you some roses also, too, man. Talk to me, man. I, I looked at some of your videos, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I really love the fact, man, that that you uh, have a strong presence, right? Yeah. Which means you you, you speak strong. Thank and you. a lot of young people are listening. Thank and you. they they really need that. Right. And then also, too, man, this book is a financial literacy book, Finance 101. I want to give 50 of them to the, li- to the listeners, 50 free books. Save so whoever future. you choose, I'm going to give 50 free books to them. This is Finance 101. This is how they get started. Basic financial principles. I will definitely make sure 50 that. 50 books. You got my word on I that. I will make sure. And I will make sure. You send them to me. I will make sure that I get out 50 books. Right. I will make, man, I'm talking about, I will go and drop them individually, man, to the mailbox. Hey, man, individually with people named every fit, man, all exactly. 50 of the motherfuckers, man, because these need to get out here man the basic principles of building a financial foundation we all need this man this ain't a joke this is serious because i'm tired of watching people hurt and i do understand that they really everybody they well you got to go to school you got to go to school Well, there's people out here giving knowledge sometimes all you have to do is just open your ears man and just listen and all the answers are going to be there for you right mr rory I appreciate you for coming. Man, up I appreciate here, you, man. man. You know? I appreciate and you. And we are definitely gonna do this again. You hear me? Sharp Tank, no jumper, sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And we out of here, and baby. And he's sharp than a knife, not a butter knife. Church. <laughs>